Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is January 29th. Today we're going to finish up in Doctrine and Covenants section 8 and then begin section 9. And the ending of Doctrine and Covenants 8 is super interesting to me. And the reason is, is because it bookends the beginning of section 8. If you'll remember, the beginning of section 8 starts with the Lord telling Oliver exactly who he is. He says, who is your God and your Redeemer? And then he lets him know that he can receive revelation from the Lord as he asks in faith and believes that he'll receive. Now, it's interesting because if we go over to the end of section eight, we see that there's almost a chiasmus here. Remember, a chiasmus has a form of like A, B, C, B, A. And so the first thing that said is the last thing that said, and then the next thing is the second to last. Well, if you look at verse 12, it says, Behold, it is I that have spoken it, and I am the same that spake unto you from the beginning. Amen. So he ends this section the same way he begins it, by testifying of who he is. And then the second to last thing that he says here is the second thing that he says at the beginning of the section. He says in verse 10, Remember that without faith you can do nothing. Therefore, ask in faith. So the Lord ends section 7 the same way he begins it by declaring who he is, helping us know who's speaking, and then telling us that we can obtain revelation through asking in faith. Elder Boyd K. Packer once said, The flow of revelation depends on your faith. You exercise faith by causing or by making your mind accept or believe as truth that which you cannot, by reason alone, prove for certainty. The first exercising of your faith should be acceptance of Christ and his atonement. As you test gospel principles by believing without knowing, the Spirit will begin to teach you. Gradually, your faith will be replaced with knowledge. You will be able to discern or to see with spiritual eyes. Be believing and your faith will be constantly replenished, your knowledge of truth increased, and your testimony of the Redeemer, of the resurrection, of the restoration, will be as a well of living water, springing up unto everlasting life. You may then receive guidance on practical decisions in everyday life. So I love this process that we see here. We begin with faith. By faith, we receive revelation, and that revelation leads our faith to become knowledge. With that knowledge, we then, with faith, seek for more revelation. That revelation gives us more knowledge, which in turn gives us more faith to receive more revelation. It's kind of this continuing spiral staircase that leads up towards greater and greater faith, knowledge, and revelation. That is the process of the Lord, and that is the process that he would have us follow so that he can continue to reveal his truths to us. Okay, so let's take a look at section 9. Section 9 comes to Oliver because, as we know, he's been given the gifts of revelation and of translation, and he hasn't been able to translate the way he wants to. And he was bummed and he was frustrated, and that was difficult for him because he felt like he should be able to do it. He's been given the gift. Why couldn't he? I know that a lot of times I feel that way. I feel like I've been given a spiritual gift, but for some reason I'm not able to use it or to exercise it the way I'd like. And so that's where Oliver is here at the beginning of section nine, and he's getting a little bit frustrated. So this revelation comes to him. 
through the prophet Joseph Smith. And in verse 5, the Lord tells Oliver why he can't translate. It says, And behold, it is because that you did not continue as you commenced when you began to translate, that I have taken away this privilege from you. Now, I absolutely love that phrase, continue as you commenced. We have all had a moment or a time of conversion when we commence on the path of God with all the vigor and all the enthusiasm for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Some people experience that when they get a new calling and they're super excited about fulfilling it and they have all these ideas and this enthusiasm for this calling and it gradually peters out a little bit. Some people have it as they come home from their mission and they're just filled with the Holy Ghost and filled with the love of God. And some people see that drift away a bit. Converts of the gospel oftentimes see this, that they get baptized and they have all this enthusiasm for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And with time, it might diminish. But it's up to us to make sure that we continue as we commenced. That that joy and that enthusiasm and that excitement that we've experienced for the gospel of Jesus Christ continues on in our lives. I found that that enthusiasm continues as we continue to do the things that brought it to begin with. And if we don't continue as we commence, if we allow our enthusiasm and our conversion to diminish, then we, like Oliver, will lose the gift that has been given to us. And for me, my most cherished gift that I've been given has been the gift of conversion. Elder Pinnaker once said, To continue means more than to endure or to tolerate something. It means to maintain a steady course of action with unshaken faith in Christ. It means to be a true follower of Christ. So my friends, we need to continue as we commenced, meaning we need to maintain a steady course of action with unshaken faith in Christ. We need to continue to be a true follower of Christ. And as we do that, we are able to maintain the gifts that we've been given, the enthusiasm that we've been given, and the conversion that we have. Now, the revelation to Oliver continues, and in verse 7, the Lord says, Behold, you have not understood. You have supposed that I would give it unto you when you took no thought, save it was to ask me. Now, I think this is an extremely important verse to recognize because oftentimes I feel like every single one of us is at a place where we think, why am I not receiving the answers to my prayers? Why am I not receiving the revelation that I'm seeking? Why am I not receiving the thing that I'm praying for? And I feel like oftentimes this is the answer because all we've done is ask the Lord. We can say in prayer, Heavenly Father, bless me with a better job. But unless we're out there bettering our resume, knocking on doors, increasing our education, and doing everything that we can to get a better job, most of the time it's not just going to fall into our laps. As President Kimball said, we must do more than ask the Lord for learning. Perspiration must precede inspiration. There must be effort before there is the harvest. In his book, To Draw Closer to God, President Eyring talks about an experience where he asked President Lee, how to get more revelation. President Lee told President Eyring about an experience that they had in the war. And then he said, how when we had done all that we knew how to do, when we had our backs to the wall, then God gave us the revelation. How if you want to get revelation, do your homework. Then he goes on to say, I bear you my solemn testimony that the Lord opens the heavens to his servants today. He will answer your prayers for help beyond your human understanding. 
but I also bear you my testimony that the words study it out mean a degree of patience, labor, and persistence commensurate with the value of what you seek. My friends, as President Nelson has taught us, the Lord loves effort. And as we do our homework, as we study it out, as we put in every single effort that we have as we seek revelation and as we seek the blessings and gifts from God, that is when the Lord in His mercy can reach forth His hand and answer our prayers. Julie B. Beck once said, The ability to qualify for, receive, and act on personal revelation is the single most important skill that can be acquired in this life. It's interesting because I've heard this quote several times, and every time I've heard her say, The ability to qualify for, I've always felt like that meant my worthiness or my faith. However, after studying today and studying about you took no thought save it was to ask me, all of a sudden I'm starting to think that our ability to qualify for personal revelation is also dependent on our willingness to put effort into receiving it, to doing all that we can do. My friends, I testify that the Lord wants to bless us. However, I also believe that He wants to grow us. And sometimes he can grow us best by letting us put forth our efforts, by stretching us more than sometimes we even think is possible, so that when he does bless us, and I testify that he always does, we will have been improved. We will have grown, and God's purposes of growing us will be more fully fulfilled in our lives. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.